Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. The holidays are here, and with giftcards.com, it's easy to send the perfect gift. From gamers and foodies to fashion and beauty lovers, there's a great gift card option for everyone on your list. Or surprise them with the specially curated Holiday Favorites e-gift card. Redeemable at Lululemon, Grubhub, Ulta, Wayfair, Macy's, Lowe's, and Barnes & Noble. Your lucky loved one can pick their favorite athleisure, beauty products, home decor, and entertainment all with one convenient gift. Holiday Favorites cards are delivered near instantly via email and can be used both in-store and online, making them both easy to send and spend. They contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Start gifting today at www.giftcards.com multi. Happy Holidays from giftcards.com. If you guys haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi guys, it is Tiana Lee and Lauren, and today we have a guest on with us. We have Sydney Phillips. She is here to talk about many different things, including college, having her own business, and so much more. And we can't wait for you guys to hear what she has to say. (laughs) Yeah, um, so I'm a real estate tech entrepreneur, um, futurist, inventor, Forbes 30 into 30 nominee, um, but um, most of all, just a human that's trying to figure out their their way in this world. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to share with you guys today. Um, I kind of off script, I told them Um, before we even started, that I want to open up a whole lens on entrepreneurship. I know that in the media, it's glamorized a bunch, and I just really want to remove that lens and show you it with the rose-colored glasses and then without them. (laughs) That's awesome, because a lot of people either, I feel like it's, there's no in between. People either think it's horrible to do, Mm -hmm. be an entrepreneur, or they think that, oh, it's just a breeze, so... It's nice to hear from both angles. Yeah. All right. So I actually wrote down a few questions for you just to start off. Um, Yeah. So my first question is, how did you get into real estate? 
Oh, okay. So when I was a kid, that was kind of our family business was always in real estate. So I've been kind of groomed for real estate ever since I was young. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really got into it whenever I was 14 and my dad passed away unexpectedly and I had to really step up to the plate. It was a huge pivotal moment in my life where um, it could have gone one of, you know, could have gone a million different ways. And to me, I chose to... um, you know, channel that into like honor and leaving a legacy and everything else. So, um, keeping up the family business was really important to me. Um, and I took over the real estate companies and, um, grew them and I still run it today. And, um, we've grown massively in the past seven years and it's really what's, you know, caused me to go into so many different things as well. So, uh, real estate is always, also kind of had a little a little special place in my heart just because I feel like the places that we are make us. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but my environment is so important to me um, as far as, you know, my creativity levels and how um, much fun I'm having and my happiness and everything else. Just being in the right environment, I think, is so important. Um, and I really think that that's why real estate has stuck this long with me because um, I can kind of see the visions and create those and um, there's an importance to it. It's more than just a business. It's, you know, being a part of something that makes other people feel welcomed or makes other people feel at home. That's awesome. And what made you want to start a business? Oh God. Well, in the beginning, I didn't want to. Um, I kind of like was forced into it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think that I've always had this like little entrepreneurial monster inside of me. Um, that's just (laughs) always been, uh, I, I guess I would say I can't listen to what other people have to tell me. And so my only choice was to become an entrepreneur because I'm literally unemployable. (laughs) I don't like to be told what to do. Um, And that's why I have to be an entrepreneur. And so I think it's just, it was something that was seated inside of me, but um, I also didn't really have a choice in the beginning. Well, that's definitely a good reason, but I think it's awesome that, because there's some people that they can only work in like a corporate world. They have no interest in having their own business, but I love the aspect of people having their own business. Like, Mm -hmm. I guess it just depends on your personality and everything, but I think it's awesome that you... Do you want to be an entrepreneur? That would be awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. That's so cool. Um, What about you, Tiana? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, ah, how about that? I love it. I don't know. Even if I don't become one, I just love watching people that are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Watching yeah. I definitely love oh. the, the console. Yeah. The whole, everyone like, I don't know. I just love the, how everybody wants to. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Lauren, yeah, I haven't decided what I want to do, but I mean, I've always kind of like, before I decided my degree, my major, I wanted to do business. I always thought maybe I'd start a business, like all that stuff, but it's still a bit up in the air with, for me. I haven't decided yet, but it's definitely... That's okay. What is your major? Um, so law. 
so cool in a way that's kind of like you will be starting a business because yeah. you will have a practice yeah so I guess yeah sort of yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's a high skilled trade nothing like you know just yeah. like shooting businesses out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> that takes a lot of schooling I applaud you I know I could oh. never it's, it's a lot. It's so you couldn't pay I, me I to go to school that long Mm-mm. Mm-mm. at first I um I wanted to be a pharmacist and I was like oh six years is pushing it but a lawyer's even worse Jeez. yeah that's so yeah. long yeah I have about five five years I think four and a half five. Oh god yeah that's with getting my honors so that's my getting my degree which includes honors so I'm doing bachelor of law honors and then once I graduate from that, I've got to do, I think it's about half, half a year or two a year. So six to 12 months of, if I want to actually practice as a lawyer, I have to do like a practice to admission thing. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of like how nurses have to go do that, like in residence thing yeah. before they can actually go. Yeah. Huh. yeah That's like really that. interesting. Or do you think civil or criminal or? I don't know. Like when I first That's okay. When I first decided law, criminal was uh-huh. like the way to go. Like I was like, yep, criminal. But then yes. as I like got into it more and I mean I'm only I've only done one semester so far. Like I've only just started my degree. Um but I'm I think I'm more going the civil corporate way. Like Okay. Yeah. Not sure yet, yeah. but there's still a long way It'll to go. It'll be exciting. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. <laughs> I applaud you for going to that much school. I could never. <laughs> it's a wouldn't lot. make it. I'm They're not for the same lot. thing, at least. <laughs> like, I love yeah, learning they... new things, but if it was, like, one direction, uh, I don't know. See, you're more of a generalist, like me. You like tons of different things. I love you multi-passionate? I wish I could do everything, yeah. Yep, I'm the same way. I'm multi-passionate. Every time someone asks me what do I do, I'm like, I everything i just say jane of all trades because i don't even know what to tell them anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. all right so another question what college do you go to okay so i go to texas christian university and i'm actually a entrepreneurship and innovation major so at my school, within the business school, we have a major that's for entrepreneurs and innovation. And so it's all about, you learn all about the different you know, sectors of business. So I take accounting and marketing and finance and um, ethics and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also take classes like how to raise money for your venture, um, how to go through feasibility to see if your venture can actually make money, how to like hire and build the right teams and how to be a good leader and everything else. So that's been really cool. And I think it's one of the reasons why I've been able to go to college and, um, you know, start all these businesses and books and everything else. Um, because I've had, you know, teachers that really supported it. And some of, most of the time your semester projects are actually like, you have to build an actual business. And so it's forced me to start businesses that I wasn't even ready to start, but I just kind of like failed fast and tried and then it crashed and burned. And I was like, all right, what can I learn? Um, So I think it's kind of interesting because you look at businesses in that sense of like, you know, 
in the classroom and like a learning environment. And that's been, it's been really cool. I've even connected with my professors like during um, quarantine and during all of the summer stuff and whatever. And I like keep them updated on what I'm doing. Um, yeah, our school is pretty small and our class sizes are pretty small. I kind of love it, but I'm in a hurry to get the hell out of there. <laughs> I see if I do have to go to class, I like small class sizes. Like, Mm -hmm. I know some universities have, like, hundreds of kids, and that just would not be my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think our biggest class is, like, 30. Yeah. Same with me. Mm -hmm. Where do you go? I go to Bridgewater State University in Massachusetts. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And where do you go, Tiana? So, (laughs) I'm I'm in Australia. So... My university is University of South Australia. So um, That's so cool. And how do you guys know each other? Well, we met online. So we met on a Facebook group for a podcast we listened to. And I wanted to create a podcast. We talked about this in our last episode. But um, Mm -hmm. I wanted to create a podcast. So I posted in a group saying, hey, I want to like create a podcast because like I didn't really want to create one with my friends because none of them are really into it. Like they're not into the whole like podcast YouTube type thing. So Mm -hmm. I had to resort to making new friends and finding someone I didn't really know to be a co-host with me. And uh, Lauren actually commented on the post and then we started talking and then we created the podcast. That is so cool because now you like both have friends literally like have a friend across the world. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And it offers a cool perspective too. Cause I'm sure that like your experience in Australia is so different from like ours in the U S Yeah, we were talking about it in our last episode when we were talking about, uh, was it last episode or the episode before about our like majors and about college and university yeah. and stuff. And it was completely different. It's just so weird how it works. Yeah. Like, like I'm yeah. saying, sorry, Tiana was saying when we talked about it, her winter session is starting soon. Yeah, my yeah. classes are starting literally next week. So that's that's insane. Yeah, I have a friend in New Zealand, and she's like, "Oh, it's so cold here," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's freezing." Yeah, surprising. Mm-hmm. Currently, not raining because the last couple of days it's been nothing but rain. Oh my god, that's insane. I don't think it's gotten above 15 degrees Celsius, which I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's been freezing. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) That's one difference. We don't know Celsius. I'm (laughs) like, I could tell you. No. (laughs) Definitely not. That's hilarious. That's so cool. So, and then I saw that you wanted to talk about um advice for someone or you had some kind of advice you wanted to talk about for people yeah I mean I think that a lot of people are kind of like you and I in the sense of like multi-passionate don't really know where we're headed um and even you Tiana like you you know where you're headed towards law but like you could still you know waver between criminal and civil or corporate so I think a lot of people are kind of iffy on where they're going um and I just really wanted to speak to um, just doing it all and not being afraid of, you know, oh, well, I'm not good at this. I'm not a computer science major. I can't learn to code. I'm not a, you know, business major. I can't start a business, whatever else. Um, 
I think that, you know, right now, like we literally have the internet in our hands at all times. You can take a class for 10 hours and learn how to build an augmented reality, you know, app, or you can become an artificial intelligence developer in literally 10 hours. Like the amount of information that we have just makes college seem so pointless sometimes. Um, and so I would just encourage everyone to seriously take every single passion that you have and try them out because some of them, like some of my businesses have been started out of just a pure curiosity and they've turned into full blown passions and things that I'd really want to do throughout my whole life. Um, but if I never tried and if I was always like, Oh no, I'm, I'm just the real estate girl, then I never would have tried it, you know? Um, like tech, tech was something that I thought I did not fit into. I wasn't some coder. I didn't want to be in a dark room in a hoodie and I wanted to be out in front of people and talking to people. And I just didn't think that there was a place for that in tech. Um, and I think realizing, okay, no, I like this and I can put my own spin on it and I can, you know, whatever, I'll just be different. I'll just be, you know, the person that doesn't really fit in, in the tech. And that's fine because I don't feel like anybody really feels like they fit in, in one industry. If you're multi-passionate because you mix between everything. Um, so yeah, I would just really encourage people if I know, is your demographic primarily college students? Um, I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Too. College is a great time to just experiment with all of it and just give it a go. And no one's really going to judge you that hard. And you also don't have like, you know, a family to lose. Like you don't have husbands and kids and whatever else waiting on your paycheck. Um, it's a great time to try some of the wildest things that you could think of. Um, because you might, you might miss the nail on four of them, but that fifth one might just, might just stick. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Now is like the best time to do it at this age. So yeah. Yeah. I hear so many people, they're like, oh, I don't have the money for it. I'm working this crappy job so that I can pay for it or whatever else. And I'm like, dude, Google free resources. Like there is so much things that are free. Um, you would be shocked or, you know, even low or whatever. But um, I think that's one thing that I've heard a lot from like a lot of my friends or whatever. They're like, oh, I'm waiting until I get some experience in the industry and then I'll start a company. And I'm like, no, because then you're going to be married and you're going to have a three-year-old. Like, <laughs> you're not going to want to do it then, you know? Mm -hmm. Like even yeah. one of my friends talked, well, I told you that I want to get my master's and I was like, oh, well, I kind of want to go right after. I Well, I want to take like a couple months off, but I want to go right mm -hmm. after was like oh well I kind of want to wait and work in the industry first and I'm like well I mean you could always go part-time and then work yeah. like I'm I mm -hmm. if I wait I know I'm probably not gonna want to go back or I'm just right. gonna be farther off in my life that it's just gonna be kind of inconvenient yeah. so I just kind of want to hit it right away yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be very hard to get back in those patterns, you know, mm -hmm. um, your life in corporate world and, you know, as a lawyer or as a professional or whatever looks so different from your life as a student that combining those two, like I, it, it's hard. It's very hard. I mean, I'm lucky that my school is more of a professional setting than it is a school. 
mm-hmm. um, where like I don't have hours of homework. If I do, I just choose not to do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, um, yeah, I think that that's that's a valid point. I think a lot of people are they don't consider what will happen in the future and what your life will look like. And they just push everything off to someday. And one of my favorite things is is like a lot of times I feel like people just say stuff as an excuse. Mm -hmm. They're just scared and they, they don't want to go for it. Like even with, if money's an issue, like you said, there's so many different resources. Like my other friend, he just graduated this year. He already is looking at jobs that do full tuition reimbursement if you work for them. That's so cool. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, like, until he told me that, I didn't even know there were jobs out there that would fully reimburse you. Like, I knew some companies would pay for part of it, but I think that's awesome. Like, at least he knew to, like, research, but some people don't do their research at all and just throw it to the side. But. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's not about the resources you have. It's about your resourcefulness, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you could have $50,000 and you could blow through all of it in a day, or you could have $500 and figure out how to launch a crowdfunding campaign and market it to the right people and then create $50,000. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It's all about how you look at it. Mm-hmm. it's all about perspective for sure yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Tiana do you kind of feel the same way yeah I'm just being really quiet and just soaking in what you're saying because I'm I'm feeling so inspired by this like I'm just from hearing what you're saying and like learning about like with Lauren just said about job like I have no idea I had no idea what Lauren said like what that meant because schooling is so <sighs> different from America or like the United of uh, the United States, the United Kingdom to Australia. It's just yeah. so different. So I'm just kind of like sitting back and engaged, like listening to what you're saying. Yeah. It's so different from like my perspective in Australia. It's just so different. So. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Um, best piece of advice for someone to be their best selves. Oh, um, I follow something that I have, I don't know who said this to me, but I've literally followed it since I was a child. Um, If you are the smartest person in the room, find a new room. So I think so often, you know, we let our egos get into our mind and we say, oh, like I'm, I'm the smartest one. Like I have a 4.0 GPA, whatever else. And it's very easy to compare those things. Um, because they're, they're numbers, right? And you can compare numbers and everything else. You can't compare personality. You can't compare drive and you can't compare inner motivations and sense of self. Um, and so I kind of follow this rule of if I am in the room and if I'm the smartest person in the room, then that means that I'm lowering myself and I'm not growing. So I'm saying, okay, this is a big enough room for me. I am gonna, you know, just stay it out here. Now that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, don't share your info and don't, you know, you know, show the people behind you kind of your path. Um, I think that's been really important to me of like showing people the path of entrepreneurship, you know, good and bad and everything else. But um, yeah, I don't, 
I think that anytime that you put yourself in a situation where you're limiting your amount of growth, you're automatically going into default of you're okay with like mediocrity and you're okay with normalcy and everything else. Right. And like, yeah, maybe that's okay. Maybe that's what you want. And that's fine. Like be comfortable sometimes. That's totally cool. But every once in a while, step into a room where you are not the smartest, not even close. Um, for me, that was going into tech. For me, that was taking an engineering class and literally getting a D plus on my first exam. Like I was like, why in the world? Why did I do this? And I was freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, wait, I'm supposed to graduate semester early. I didn't think this through. I thought that this would be, you know, pushing myself. I didn't realize that I was like going to fail the first test. Are you kidding me? Um, (laughs) I was like, what a load of crap. But um, yeah, I don't, I think always putting yourself in situations where you are not comfortable kind of builds that resilience and it builds that tolerance to where whenever life kind of comes at you and it, I mean, cause life is always going to have stressors, right? So like whether it's coronavirus or financial troubles or relationship problems, or maybe, um, you know, you're going through something personal or whatever, you're always going to have stressors in your life. And just being able to be comfortable being uncomfortable is going to improve your resiliency where you'll be able to bounce back. You won't be the person that lays in their bed for three months because they're depressed. You'll be the person that is sad for like an hour, cries, and then gets over it, you know, (laughs) and then can like flourish and become something cool. I agree with that. I think definitely stepping out of your comfort zone is a good thing because you never know what's going to come out of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I did a class last year because I, my whole road to university, my degree is a long one, but I did like kind of like some subclasses at my university to be able to get into my degree. And I decided to do a human behavior class. Mind you, I've never really been good at science or anything. And this involves so much like theory, like remembering all these theories and stuff. And I remember going to the exam this is my first ever exam because I never did like a proper exam in high school because who knows why I didn't do a proper exam in high school I go to my (laughs) first ever exam for university first ever exam and I remember getting the results back and it was just low and I was like why did I even do this class like but Mm -hmm. it's showed me that I need to sometimes step out of my comfort zone to be able to learn and like I found the course really good but like just from like really entertaining or not entertaining but informative like I enjoyed it but it wasn't usually my thing and I thought maybe I'll step out of my comfort zone try something new like I I wanted to do like criminology um and all that so that's kind of like understanding the human brain and whatnot so I was like yeah human behavior let's go for it yeah, it wasn't really my thing, apparently, when I took the exam, but I definitely agree, and I love that, like, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to go to another room, whatever that was, I can't really remember, it was something along those lines, um, yeah. I love that, like, it's so, too many people just stay in their comfort zone, and I think more and more people just need to step out of their comfort zone, like, you won't know what you truly love or are passionate about unless you really step out of your comfort zone. So I really, really love that. Thank you. Yeah. I, I followed that rule pretty closely and I feel like 
it's why I've ended up in literally so many different industries. Like, um, I went to this, this speaker event and they introduced me and they were like, who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. She's a woman of all industries. And I was like, what do you mean all industries? Like there's no industry. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just think sticking to one thing just sounds so boring. Like, oh no. Uh, I couldn't. I literally couldn't. I feel like it might be underlying ADHD. I don't know. (laughs) No, I completely agree. (laughs) Like right now, I told you I'm doing my health studies major with minor in nutrition. But like in the fall this past year, I took a vet assistant course because I was like, oh, I love animals. Like, (laughs) and then I got certified to do eyelash extensions a year ago. So I'm just like, I'm like you, I want to just keep doing different things. Like even after I graduate, like eventually I want to get certified to be a cosmetologist so I could like do that eventually, like on the side as like just like a little side gig but I'm just like I'm into everything and people are like oh you keep like switching like no I'm not switching I want to do everything that's the issue Mm -hmm. (laughs) no and that's totally not an issue like you know because I and I'm just like you where everyone has told me like oh you spread yourself too thin you can't do it all you can't have it all um and to that, I say I would rather choke on greatness than chew on mediocrity. Like, no, I, I will spread my plate too thin and I'll be okay with that. Because at the end of the day, like, that's how I'm going to sleep better at night is knowing that I did tons of different things and not just, you know, got up at 10 and then I went to work for three hours and, you know, watched Instagram videos for two hours and just root like ruined the day you know exactly yeah I also feel like a big part of it if you want to do so many different things is to try and be organized and organize your time because then you'll have time for so many more things like mm-hmm. lately I I can't say much because of this whole social distancing whatever I haven't had that much on my plate considering but during <laughs> the year usually I do and then I feel like I used to do what you said like spread myself thin like to the point where I would like feel sick because I was so tired but now I feel like I have it down like if I gotta go to bed at a decent hour get my sleep and then I feel decent throughout the day and don't get me wrong I do feel tired but like not sick (laughs) right I still got everything done that I would want to do yeah yeah (laughs) exactly yeah no I I think it's it's very difficult because our culture and especially um, you know, people that are older than us, like my parents and, you know, my grandparents, my parents kind of understand it more so, but even like my grandparents, they were very like, you go to one job and you focus on one industry and then you hope that you become a vice president or a CEO of this one industry and this one company that you work for, for 40 years. Yeah. We don't do that. We're going to have 40 jobs in our lifetime. Like the average 
Gen Zer, if you're between the ages of 16 to, I think it's like 20, I think I'm the top of it. So I think it's like 23. Um, if you're between those ages, you're going to have like 40 plus jobs. Mm-hmm. And most of them aren't even made up yet. That sounds so crazy. Yeah. That's so cool. Like, <laughs> it's scary right? it, but it's true like I remember hearing in one of my classes like one of my business classes last year many people like you're gonna have like you said like 40 jobs in your lifetime you may even change like in totally different industries like um in my university we have older people coming and getting new degrees because they are either never got their de- like never went to university when they were younger and now they want to get a degree in something or they've got their degree in something but they just want to do something completely different like i have I don't know how many roughly but in my lectures i've seen probably about four older people from the age of 40 to 60 in the lectures doing law because either they've worked at a law firm and they don't, and now they want to become a lawyer, whereas they've been just a paralegal. Um, and now they've decided, yep, I want to become a lawyer. Like I want to get my degree in law or you've got also social work. There's so many older people going into social work now. It's crazy. Mm. how Yeah. Even the older people are now obviously getting more jobs in their lifetime and changing industries and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. crazy to think that. And I think people hear that they're going to have 40 jobs for a lifetime in their lifetime and just think, no, I'm going to stay in this job for the rest of my life or something. Like, why would you want that? Like, you, I guess it's the fear. People are just scared of change and whatnot. See, but that's the thing. You just said it. people are so scared of change, but yet if their life looks the same five years they're sad about it. Yeah. So it's almost like a catch 22. It's like, all right, so do you want change or do you not? And they're like, oh yeah, I want my life to get better, but I don't want to change anything to do it. And you're like, well, that's not how it good works. Luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I think that, you know, especially for people in college, it's okay not to have a focus. It's okay to be interested in everything. You should be interested in everything. I mean, we're 20, we're in our twenties, right? I mean, twenties and thirties should be your time to explore literally everything. And I don't just mean, you know, passions. I mean, places and books and topics and people and everything else. Um, I really, I really grab the twenties and every single day as like a opportunity to learn something new every day, meet new, cool new people, um, kind of like you two. We got one in Australia and one in Boston. So cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, really and truly, you don't have to be focused to be great. You just have to be, um, if you're going to be a generalist, at least own it. Exactly. I totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we've had such a good conversation. Oh my gosh, we've gotten so deep. (laughs) No, it's good. It's good. Let the people hear what you have to say. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. So, how old are you, Sydney? I didn't even ask. Oh, I'm 21. Oh, oh, and like two months old because I've been drinking a little. I was going to say, I was like, (laughs) <laughs> I'm drinking a little bit. You were holding up your glass. I was like, wow, I 
got that way wrong, but, um, I turned 21 in February, so. Okay, nice, nice. Tiana, are you 21? No, I've just turned 19, so I'm, okay, I'm, I'm quite Okay, young. you're a little younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, but, yeah. Oh, but she can drink there, though, they're legal, your legal age there is what? 18. 18, yeah. Yeah. See, that's where it is all over the world except for the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and New, is it New Zealand? New Zealand, I've heard things about their legal age, but I don't know what the true age is. But people are like saying New Zealand, they don't have a legal like age or whatever it is, but I'm pretty sure they do. I don't know. It's weird how everyone yeah. different. Some places don't even check IDs. Like, oh, I get IDs yeah. all the time. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I mean, I do look young, so I don't blame them, but... Yeah. Well, same with the United States, I feel like, are very strict about it. But I mean, like, other countries, like, when I went to France, they didn't really check. Unless you went to, like, uh, unless you went to, like, a club, yeah, then they Mm -hmm. did check. Yeah, see. Like, even when I went to Ecuador, they didn't check at all. Like, not once. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It just depends, I think. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I go to the pub, well, the restaurant pub, um, and sometimes I don't get ID'd, but when I go to the bottle shop, I get ID'd every time. I, I, I have my ID ready now because I know it's coming. I'm just like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call the bottle shop? What is the bottle shop? Oh, the it's just store? like the alcohol shop. Like, it's the liquor <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah, we just call the bottle shop or the bottle Um <laughs> Yeah, it's quite ghetto. That's cute. I love it. Who is that? That's so cute. Yeah, the bottle I shop or the bottle Because we have like drive through bottle shops as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't have that. Oh, that's so weird. You will. You can literally go to jail if you drink and drive. Oh, yeah. Like, we have, well, we have, I think, 0.05%. If you have more than 0.05% of alcohol in your blood or whatever, you, I don't know. It's they weird. have drive throughs Yeah, we have drive throughs <laughs> That's yeah. cool. It's so cool. Like, they're usually attached to, like, our pubs, our restaurants. So, you know, you just hop on in, drive through, and you tell them what you want, and then they bring it to your car, and you pay, and then off you go. It's so cool. I love it. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to go to Australia so bad. Yeah, I was going to say, now if I ever go, I want to go to one of those places. <laughs> yeah. We have, so yeah. Many, we have so many. We don't really have, like, walk-in bottle shops, like liquor stores. I think... We have, I mean, we have quite a few, but we have more of the drive-through bottles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the yeah. opposite here. We only have walk-in. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hopefully, whenever I graduate, I'm moving to um, Cape Town, South Africa. That's kind of my goal. Yeah. That's pretty nice there. I've seen pictures. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice beaches um nice little city but you know it's like smaller it's like kind of like more like dallas like and less like new york 
Oh. Yeah, I love New York. Yeah. I love, I mean, I've never been, yeah. but like I've seen pictures and it's just something like I've always, I've, I've never left the country. I've only been to two other states in Australia or states, other cities. Um, and I love the bigger ones because I'm from Adelaide and Adelaide is tiny. My dog's barking. Stop it. Um, um, so, yeah, I live in Adelaide, South Australia, and South Australia, Adelaide, is one of the smallest cities in Australia. So we've got Tasmania, which is tiny, um, and then South Australia is probably the next smallest, I want to say. And it's, like, we're building and building, like, we've gotten so much hate from the other states and cities, especially during COVID, because we are actually, um, we have no cases at the moment. Like we're completely, South Australia is completely, yeah, we have no cases, which is really good. So um, all the other states are like hating on us and stuff because they've still got cases and we don't. So I guess it's a benefit living in something so small and not as beneficial. Like I'm probably going to have to move, um, states and cities somewhere bigger for my job if I go into like corporate law or something like I love Sydney Sydney is beautiful um but yeah that's why I love New York I just love how it's big and there's always something happening like everything's moving and yeah Yeah, something's coming from something so small where there's not really anything here um Mm -hmm. yeah that's why I love exciting yeah yeah I lived in New York last summer and it was the most amazing summer ever. I hated my internship, but I loved where I lived. So um, weekends were amazing. I would like travel all over the city and um, go see all the landmarks and go sit out by Central Park and have a little picnic and whatever else. Yeah, it was insane. It was so cool. I can't wait to travel. Oh, wait. (laughs) Wait, I have left the country. What am I talking about? I have left the country. Oh, oh my God. Where did you go? Oh, I went to New Caledonia and Vanuatu. Yeah. I just- have no idea where that is. Okay. No, me either. All right. <laughs> so it is right near Australia. I went on a cruise. Um, cool. So it's... Oh, I feel it's- like I might have seen it on the map before. But yeah, it's like, it's- is it small? Yeah, it's quite small. There's all little islands. It's just little islands. Okay. So I feel like I've definitely seen it. It's on the right side of Australia and probably up quite a bit from New Zealand. It's in in between like Mm. Fiji. Is it Fiji? Yeah, Fiji and Australia. In between that little bit. So cool. Oh, Oh my gosh. And we went during summer as well. So I went literally just in January this year. Um, and it was beautiful. It was hot. Um, one of the beaches, Mystery Island, well, island, not a beach. <laughs> one of the islands, Mystery Island, was complete. So beautiful. The water was so blue and clear. And we went snorkeling. We saw sharks and turtles and shipwrecks. And it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just live in the city. I don't see any of that. <laughs> I, uh, I live away from the city. I live more towards the country. So... That's fun. Like, all I see is people. And right now, every person I see is in a mask, which is a little yeah. bit scary. That <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. Oh, my it's God. So how, um, some places don't need, don't need masks anymore. Do you live in, you said you go to the University of 
Texas Christian. So I'm in Dallas. So do you live in Park. Texas? Yep. I thought they do they have restrictions lifted or no? I mean, here's the thing. They say certain places we have to wear a mask. And then, like, half of the people will and half of the people won't. People are already back in their offices. Like, I'm already back in my office. I go to the grocery store. Like, nothing in my life has changed except for I will wear a mask at the grocery store to respect the older people. That's my Mm -hmm. only thing of, like, okay, if they are old and if they can't get somebody to bring them groceries or they don't know who to call or whatever, they're going to be at the grocery store. And to be able to respect them, I'm just going to put it on. Like, yeah. you know, um, but I mean, I go to the office and I like, don't wear my mask or whatever. Cause I just go right in. Yeah. 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 And everybody at the office is like thirties and forties and they're like, we're not concerned. We don't have health conditions. So it's kind of like this little Texas thing where people have like, I guess, like somehow we've all communicated to each other without actually saying it. If you're sick, stay at home. And if you're not, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. That's kind of what's happened, which is also probably why our cases are rising, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Florida, I saw their cases the other day. I got like, you know how news reports pop up sometimes. It said that in one night or one day, that Florida's cases went up by 4,000 in just one day. So if that happens every day because everyone's traveling there to, like, Miami, like, the beaches and everything, then it's yeah. just getting worse because everyone's traveling there. And people are having, like, parties, whatever. But here yeah. in Massachusetts, we, still, we still don't have, like, a ton of stuff lifted. I mean, it's slowly getting there. We're in, like, I think we're about to be in phase three. But we still have to wear the masks or whatever. Um, a lot of people aren't working in the offices, though, right now. Like, so in Boston. here in Texas are not concerned at all. Like, every, where do you, like... Like, my mom works in Boston, and she's been working from home this whole thing. And they still don't plan on having them back till, like, September. September. Yeah. Are you going back to college or no? I still haven't found out. They said they're going to make an announcement July 1st. Like, UMass Boston, um, they just announced today that for the fall semester, they're not going back. They're going to do online. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen for mine. I mean, some people hate online. I like online. So either way, like, whatever. But (laughs) I think they will offer. Or both so like my I school feel like hybrid or something would be fine yeah yeah my school said that we're going back for sure but anyone that is not does not feel safe can do the entire thing online and if you feel sick at all then like every single class will be recorded and uploaded so if you miss a class it's not a big big deal yeah see I wouldn't mind something like that yeah so it's like you can come but like you know whatever but like big lecture halls and stuff all of those will be online. Yes. To, like, the numbers down. Yeah, that's the that sense. Yeah, we're going back for our second semester in August. Okay. And lectures are going to be online because, obviously, we can't have large groups. And then mm-hmm. our smaller classes are going to be on campus and whatnot, which I'm happy to go back. I'm ready to go back. Yep. I'm so over online. <laughs> 
I am too. I think the only thing I'm worried about is like people at my school that will like because our bars are open and our like clubs and stuff are. And I'm a little bit worried. Yeah, and I'm a little bit worried about people like going to the bars and then just like bringing that all back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, our yeah. restrictions have eased heaps because. We are smaller, and apparently we have no cases, which is weird to hear, but, like, everything's opening back up, but I don't see our clubs opening back up, and I really hope they don't open back up, because I can see, like, you're just so close to people in clubs, like, with with bars and pubs, yeah, okay, not too bad, because you can kind of socially distance, and we have these, like, numbers in each room, like, you can't have more than 20 in each room or something rather so you can still and I've gone out for dinner quite a few times and it's been fun um but yeah having clubs open that's so weird like we have no cases and we're not opening clubs I hope we don't open up clubs I really really hope we don't no matter how much I want to go to a club because I haven't been to one in ages and I'm a teenager I want to go to a club (laughs) I just don't think it's a good idea like please don't open the clubs no i don't think it's a good idea like here we have any i think we actually started indoor dining today yeah because everything's been for like two weeks so i think they finally started indoor dining with obviously restrictions inside with social distancing but before we were doing outdoor dining which i actually went out a few times but um yeah (laughs) Wow. Yeah, we've had dining since May. Yeah, we have since June, the start of June, we've had our dining. We had, um, what did we have? I think we had outdoor first in May. No, actually, I don't think we did. We went straight to indoor and outdoor. We had 10 indoor, 10 outdoor. Then we uh-huh. came and we had 20 indoor, 20 outdoor. And now on the 23rd of July or June, actually today, I think, or start of July, it's going up to 80 per broom. So we can have 80 indoor in each broom, I think it is. So max 300 in one place, I think it was. Oh, so that's like fully open, basically. No, everything is opening up quite a bit. Like we, obviously we had the, if you don't feel safe, don't go to work, work from home. But we never really had the thing where everything was closed down. Quite a few places closed down. Yeah, it was nothing really as big as everything shutting down and you're working from home now. It was never like I was still going to work. I work in fast food. All our fast food was still open. Um, I I was going to work. Um, What else? Yeah. So like we're opening up our state borders as well. So we're letting some people from other states come into our state, which I can see the number of cases going by hump. But some not a part yeah. of the government. I can't say what they should do, but <laughs> time will tell. Even if I don't agree with it, I mean, I'm happy. Like I'm going camping this weekend, so I get to leave my little area and go to the country. So I'm happy we can do country travel and like go in the state because obviously, like South Australia is quite big, but we're mainly just country and desert. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's really cool. Hmm. This is so cool. I've so enjoyed this talk. 
This has been so different. It's been fun. Yeah, it's so different hearing from each place, like in Texas versus Australia versus Massachusetts. Apparently, I'm like the slowest behind everybody. Yeah, you guys are the slowest behind. But it's also because you guys got big city and you've got a lot of people from New York also that traveled. So yeah, New York, I think, is one of their... I think they're worse than Massachusetts. I forget which one. Which yeah, New York is the worst, and then it's yeah. California. But it makes sense because they have more people. Yeah, know, they so do, like L.A., New York yeah. City, all that. I don't know. Don't trust the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Either way, like, even when the numbers go down, I feel like I tell myself that I'm paranoid, but then again, like, if I have a couple of drinks in me, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm immune to like, this. I'm feeling it. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. You girls have been so much fun. I feel like we got into so much topic and we got into like like just even cultural. Like I've normally whenever I do these, it's normally just like tell me about your businesses or whatever else. And I've seriously enjoyed like talking to you guys and like getting to know your guys' perspectives, especially on this world stuff that's happening. I think it's it's hard to ignore all of the stuff that's happening in our world. Um yeah. Yeah, we got a little bit off of what we planned, but I think it worked out well. Yeah, yeah I think it's good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got to get off here because I've got my friend in New Zealand. My friend in New Zealand, actually, so she's close to you. Yeah. Um, she started a clothing brand, and she needs help Ooh. with figuring out taxes. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll let you go. Perfect, you girls have been so fun um good night to you lauren and tiana have a good day <laughs> thank you for coming on to our podcast um first, first guest yeah you're our first guest so we had a lot of fun that's right. super cool <laughs> bye girlies bye. bye all right so that's it for this week's episode we hope you all enjoyed it and thank you so much sydney for being a guest on our podcast and thank you for being our first guest Um, We enjoyed talking to you so much and we learned so much and we hope all you listeners have learned something from Sydney as well. Uh, She's very inspirational and I've learned very much and love chatting to her. Um, So we'll have uh, Sydney's links down below and also our own, uh, our podcast Instagram and also our personal Instagrams. Feel free to follow us and follow Sydney. And if you have any suggestions for podcast topics that you want us to talk about, just let us know on Instagram and we'll see, or we won't see you, but we'll talk to you all in our next episode. Bye everyone. Bye guys. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. For the perfect last minute gift, check out Spa Finder. With Spa Finder, send a relaxing spa treatment straight to their inbox without leaving the house. Gift cards can be redeemed in-store at thousands of spas and salons nationwide or online at the Spa Finder Wellness Shop. 
SpaFinder gift cards contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Go to spafinder.com slash podcast15 to save 15% or enter the promo code podcast15 at checkout.